That's one beer for you, two for me, three or four more. High five, I gotta pee. Ew. That's six, seven, eight, mate, fine, cheers. Then let's sleep. We're nine beers deep. Nine beers deep. Look at that hair. It's coming in so nice back there. Thanks, bro. I um I talked to my the girl that cuts my hair, mm-hmm. and I was telling her how I wanted to grow it out, my rat tail out long enough that I can braid it, the little skull bead in it. And I mean, like a mad scientist, she started like whipping around, like pulled out some extensions and was like, we can just put this in your hair next time we cut it. We'll fucking braid it up. And that way you have it while it's growing out. I was like, huh? so I might do that. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna fucking get extensions, dude. Yeah. In my rat tail. <laughs> oh my god, you are just uh, every day one step closer to being uh, as gay as your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, I love it. Nine beers, nine beers deep. deep. Oh, I'm Cody Shelton here with the Seth bussy Harmon, the bussy man. <laughs> I'm the busy man. We're back. That's right. We had to take a week off. We missed you. Thanks for joining back in with us. Um, here we go. Not missing we've, a beat. We've already we've already we've already went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, two things are going on at my apartment. Well, I'm moving, so like half my shit is packed up. But then new people moved up above me. New people moved in below me. Uh-huh. And they're just like banging on the walls. Oh, like hanging, like hanging stuff, stuff up. Yeah. So we oh, might man. get a few like little, you know, knocks, interruptions. Around. That's okay. We're used to it here. At yeah. MBD. Yeah. MBD. No big deal, guys. Also, nine beers deep. Good job. Thank you for the explanation. Yeah. Well, maybe someone didn't know. Dude, I didn't see you for a week. This is the first I time I haven't seen you in a week since August. Wow. Because we've hit it every single week since then. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So I missed you, dude. Yeah, I missed you too, bro. How's your week, two weeks been? It's been good. Busy, busy. Just working a lot. Same old, same old. But um, I, um, you know... I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast quite a bit and he had this book on there that he talked about and then posted about it. It's called the four agreements. It's, um, what is it? What is the movie? It's, is it Tropic Thunder or something like that? They bring it up. No, Barry, the TV show, Barry. They oh, I haven't jokingly watched Barry make fun yet. Of it. Yeah. But yeah, I listened to that and I've been trying to apply the approach. And of course I can't remember all four agreements as I'm talking about the four agreements, but You're it's doing like, great. You're doing great. Yeah. Well, I really tried to focus on the first two, which is like, keep your word, whatever it is. Like you say, you're going to do it, do it. And then also don't, Oh, the first three, don't take anything personal, no matter what, and then try your best. And that was a big one for me because I always put an expectation at above and beyond. And so there are times I get frustrated or overworked or whatever, because I'm not just expecting to do my best that that day in that moment with whatever the thing is, I expect to be the best that day in that moment, no matter how I'm feeling. Right. Right. That sets you up for like frustration, 
and, and you just it's hard to enjoy life when you're looking at things that way so i've been really mm-hmm. trying to apply those to my day-to-day even though i'm working six fucking days a week and i have really no life anymore and i was thinking about this as well how important balance is in your life mm. because we had the pandemic where you couldn't work you couldn't do anything and all you had was time to just sit and be right and how nice that initially was and then what it kind of led to like crippling depression honestly but now i've fucking gone the total opposite side of the sun and i'm so fucking busy with work and stuff that I never have time to just sit, you know, which is one of the reasons this is so nice that we do this because it's like a forced sit and be present moment Mm. for me, you know? Yeah. Um, So now I'm just thinking of how I can find balance in my life. Whoa. Hey kitty. Oh, hi. He's just chatting. I love that dude. Yeah. Yeah. So all of this kind of started, you know, with the initial Vegas trip so, and I did the, all the drugs and yeah, we talked about and this. And I, this book time. really kind of pivoted. Yeah. yeah. Pivoted that energy you, into you, what can I do and how can I do it? You know, you can't remember what the fourth, fourth step is. I guess everybody go read the fucking book. Yeah. And find this out what that fourth step the four is. Agreements. <laughs> Figure out what the fourth fucking agreement is. Huh? Yeah. You stupid motherfuckers. Y'all need to yeah. read the book. Read the book. What so is it like called again? Dollars. Four agreements. That's what it's called. Four agreements. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's called. Great. Four I agreements. mean, the last book that I read that was like inspirational or like really like motivational, I guess I should say, was The War of Art. That's a great book. And I still fucking read that book. And yeah, I, I got that, that book. book. I got that book for somebody for Christmas as well. Did you? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I need to get my ass in motion. There's a a um, like a framed photo on in the wall before you walk out of my apartment, and it just says "Dreams don't work unless you do," mm. and that has been really kicking me in the dick lately because it's like, yeah, I'm working really hard, but not necessarily um some of the dreams that I've had for a long time. Right. Even if it's like just for me, and it's never going to go anywhere, you're never going to do anything just to stay in motion you know yeah doing what i can when i can and i think that that's also is gonna go back to this idea that you were talking about when it comes to to balance and you're not putting that pressure don't put that pressure on yourself because that pressure is going to make you feel inadequate right right and that's not the answer that you want that's not the does that make sense? Like, yeah, totally. It, so, that's exactly what I've been kind of trying to mill around and figure out for the first time in my life how to do that, you know, right. and and just doing this stuff because I want to, right? Like, because I right. actually enjoy it rather than right. this weird pressure of feeling like I need to be doing right. this. I need to be trying to create something that's art, even though that need is because I love it. And it's and ultimately like this very fulfilling thing that I, this fulfillment that I experienced through doing it, um, mm. it gets perverted by me with the weird right. pressure that I put on myself to you know, do it. I had that same kind of, it's weird. Cause I, this week I had that same like, uh, thought because I, I, um, I've been like writing more and like, I've actually knocked out a lot of the stuff for the book that I'm writing, but 
there was a moment this week when I, I had set like two days aside and I was like, I'm going to fucking sit down. I'm going to write. And like, I woke up and I did everything that I wanted to do. And like, turned on the music that I wanted to listen to, got the mood where I wanted to to sit down and write. And then I sat down and I was like, I don't even fucking want to do this. Like almost like I set myself up because if I had all of these expectations for how I was supposed to sit down and be prepared to write instead of just being like letting inspiration just happen. Instead of just, does that make sense of like, right. almost like I have to have all of these things in an organized sense ready so that I can sit down and write or sit so that I can do this specific thing. Um, and that kind of like set, set me up to fail by the end of the, that yeah. period of like getting ready to do it. By the time I actually did it, I was like, well, I don't even want to sit here and do this anymore. Right. And I think that's where balance comes in. Right. right. I think it's great to have routines and it even t- he, uh, Stephen Pressfield even talks about this. I feel like in the war, the war on art. Yeah. And he basically you need to set yourself up, like have like a set time to give yourself to create things and like have your setting just how you want it so that, you know, the muse is what he regularly calls it can flow, but you don't want to be so hung up in the details, like of like getting to the thing that you don't fucking you muddy the waters and never actually achieve the thing. Right. Right. I used to do that with shows that I was in. So I would keep character journals. And this is also because I was taking, you know, a thousand milligrams of Adderall a day, but I would wake up and I would spend, I would end up spending. So I would be like, I'm going to spend 30 minutes on my character journal um, based off of the scenes that I'm going to work on for lines. Okay. Then I'm going to work the lines Well, I'm visual and I like, making things like collages and stuff so then the next thing you know i'm printing pictures off it's four hours later i'm cutting them out and gluing them in a notebook a notebook that i will not look at ever again um and i didn't work on the lines and i'm like why did i just spend literally two hours yeah googling these images you know now was it a fun thing yeah so odd you're right because like because that's how you're saying like you prepare for a role like all of those things i do those things but i fucking look at that journal the entire time that i am doing the show i'm always in like the pictures and the clot like the the art that i've done oh yeah like i'm all i'm in it the whole time like it's not like a like a one time like i'm gonna spend hours on like finding all these pictures no i like print them off paste them in my book and like i make that visual connection Um, yes but like that's something that i found that works and it's not uh a waste of time if that makes sense Uh, i do agree but then other things i mean i think it's just knowing yourself on top of the balance yeah it's all balance Right. right you it's good to do both and the journal really is beneficial to have it right but when you spend more time on making the journal and not any time on the actual art piece, which is right. memorizing your fucking right. lines. So the you practical. Yeah, <laughs> the practical, right? Yeah. You have to have both. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm just, just slowly, now that I'm 33 years old, trying to figure out how to have in my life. Dude, your birthday's and coming up. It's coming up. I'm about to be 34. Well, in July. Yeah. 34 years old. What the fuck? When did that happen? 
I mean, soon we're going to wake up and we're going to be like 50 and we're just going to be like, eh, well. Yeah. I don't even have comments. Welcome, for that. welcome to Nine Beers Deep. We are in episode 1000. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Nine Beers Deep, the geriatric edition. Like, we're drinking prune juice, nine prunes Jeep. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's been new with you, bro? Um, About to start your rehearsal for dude, yeah. Uh, what's the, the show sh- again? The show is called, ironically enough, next to normal. Next to normal. <laughs> uh, this is the it's the show that uh, we're gonna put up last year that we were in tech, going into tech, and then the world shut down. And so finally, we're gonna start rehearsals next week. It'll go up the last couple of weeks or the last uh, little bit of July. July. Who are you, Tennessee July. Williams? That's my I, my Oklahoma accent has come out so hard the last little bit. Also, I'm exhausted right now, so get ready for that. That's going to keep sliding out. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, I pulled out all my scripts and stuff and uh, just kind of like ripped everything up and starting over. Nice. Different mindset. Uh, other than that, working uh packing shit up that's about it yeah you're moving yeah so are you moving in with sarah is that what you're doing moving in with sarah um i'm super excited about it because i'm gonna move in with sarah and i'm already looking for a car so i'm gonna go ahead and get a car because that's like my big step that i was gonna do last year that was like mm-hmm. I remember. last summer i was gonna get a car when i when i got back and then the world fucked us right and uh, i was like well there's no reason to waste that money if i'm just gonna be sitting at home right can't go anywhere can't drive anywhere can't do anything so i just like kept that money aside and um yeah so i'm ready i guess awesome dude yeah i'm excited we'll see you know what's crazy like the little side note on just theater Uh uh-huh is there is a woman that works out at my gym and her and her husband came up to me and I guess they saw something on my Instagram from a show which was funny because he came up and he was like blue roses yeah no context no contest he texts he just walks up and says blue roses and I was like I uh what I I'm lost I'm in the dark I need you to help me out here and he was like blue roses you don't know what that is and I was like I don't he's like well you're, you're gonna be in trouble now and I was like what Anyway, he ended up, they saw a picture because I was in the glass menagerie. Oh. And that's like the line, you know, because mm-hmm. she has pleurosis, right? Right. And, and then the gentleman caller who I played thought she said blue, blue roses. roses. Yeah. Right. But anyway, the she the is a, um, was, went to school for musical theater and has like lived in LA and New York, like goes back and forth between the two, I guess. And it's seen uh, two, almost three of Maddie Bittner's shows and didn't know it. What? So she was like talking to me about <clears throat> great shows that she had seen. And one of them was School of Rock, the School of Rock production did. And I was like, oh, I know someone in that. And then uh, I brought up that his first 
ever Broadway show won a Tony. And then she was like, oh, I saw that. Like with the... Kevin yeah. Klein. And then something, something present live, laughter. present laughter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Present laughter. And then they were going to go see and were already prepared to get the tickets for almost famous, the musical before it shut down. So I was like, Whoa, look at that. Oh, shit. Small world. Did his, did that show get shut down because of COVID? Yeah. Yeah. I was about to, if I remember, I was about to go on Broadway. Like they were getting ready. Oh, because they were doing like the trial or whatever in in yeah, San, they, they San, San Diego, in yeah, in La Jolla, and then um, but he was already back in rehearsals and getting ready for it to open on Broadway. I believe could be wrong, could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was what was happening, and she knew about it. So anyway, Shit. theater. Of Maddie Bittner, he fucking texted me like a week or two ago and i just forgot to text him back so i'm sorry matt i will text you today <laughs> oh i know right the worst that's just, I you're mean, both I, the worst about that, i though, i so. am and i admit it because like usually if i'm in if i get the text and i'm at work or i'm with somebody i'm not gonna be rude and like text right there in the middle unless it's like, me and he fucking lives on his phone going through fucking gay fuck apps well like, who's got the little when i'm with on you when i'm with you like it's just it's super chill so i'm just like eh, whatever <laughs> whatever uh oh yeah all those fucking gay apps yeah all those gay apps he's got he's got limited storage on his phone he has so many i mean i have at least 10 right oh. yeah yeah at least just 10 a bunch of fucking wrestle pictures yeah. right fucking what was your favorite one meth and fuck what they was that what it's called <laughs> <laughs> fuck you fuck Bold you is that what it was oh god <laughs> get that little crystal jesus little little diamond Let's emoji pop it right in god man you're really rolling with this today <laughs> i don't know I'm that gonna, sounds I'm, terrifying I'm, <laughs> that sounds terrible uh can't even imagine how high you'd probably die i'm sure people do it there's a famous comedian, or I cannot remember her name, but she had a horrible meth addiction before she became a comedian and was like homeless and shit. Are you talking about the girl who had, she had her own fucking TV show after she like, like she had a mental breakdown as well. Is that who you're? Oh, maybe. Could it be blonde? Blonde, Actually, really skinny, big eyes. Big eyes. Yeah, it might be the same person. I wish I could remember her name. I know she has right. dentures though. Oh, does she all really? her teeth are from yeah the meth oh, like all of her shit. teeth um because like i was watching her do an interview and like i guess um what are the denture cream or whatever uh -huh. like didn't work right and so her dentures just kept popping out like while she was trying to talk <laughs> um but she would drink her own piss because she realized and she has like a whole set about this and i don't want to ruin it um, but she realized <laughs> through her addiction, like, oh, my body is working to filter out all this meth that I'm taking. So that's most likely coming out in my piss, which means there's meth in my piss. And so she said, just in a time of desperation, didn't have the drugs, wanted drugs, pissed in a cup in her sister's bathroom, like hiding trying to hide it and then drank it and said she got higher than she'd ever fucking been in her life. So then she would intentionally store all of her piss to drink because she was like, you guys are missing out. 
like this is better than normal meth like (laughs) oh my god yeah and that's That's addiction blew my mind that is addiction that is addiction for sure not only did she drink her piss she actively stored it because she looked forward to drinking so then i guess my next question to her oh see that's fucked up storing your piss (laughs) did she ever once try and eat her own shit no i don't think so i mean that's disturbing and also you can die well if she's sitting there drinking piss right why wouldn't she like and i don't know like i'm just trying to think i feel like that's still a big leap bro there's a big mind between drinking piss and eating shit storing and drinking piss <laughs> that line is not too far away <laughs> then trying shit once to see if you oh get high from it God, that is dude. that is one fence hop over from story take what would it take for you to do that i mean to be absolutely like a fucked up like drug user that's what it would be and that's my <laughs> I mean, I've never eaten shit. I don't want to eat shit. I feel like we've accidentally we've accidentally stumbled onto something that Seth's been hiding. Seems to be trying to cover pretty quick. I mean, all I really want in life is just a nice solid turd. Jesus, why solid? Because that way I can actually chop it up and I can eat it like a steak, right? <laughs> With a I'm a I I may want to eat shit, but oh my god, what are we doing? I wanna, I wanna eat it with a knife and a fork, bitch. I'm fancy. <laughs> no, dude. No, All of this but, is so disturbing. This is my, but do you understand what my comment is? So, like, she probably wouldn't say, "Yeah, I tried shit too," but like, I stored my piss and I drank it. But also, I one time I tried my shit and it, oh my <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that that's something that she's going to admit? No. I'm just throwing Dude, it out there. That just throwing it out of, there. Uh, I think it was on wild boys, the TV show, wild boys. They had, um, they had, um, um, three, six mafia on there. And then basically it was like an outtake, but it was, but- I don't know what Wild Boys is. Oh, Wild Boys was is like a, the precursor or version of Jackass. Oh. There used to be a TV show called Wild Boys. Okay. Yeah. Anybody that I know Wild that's Boys in it? And Jackass all are the same people. Or like give or take a few. Give or take a few on both sides. But Steve-O, Chris uh, Pontius... And a bunch of others were all in the show called Wild Boys. Oh, <laughs> okay. So actually, so same like core people. Same similar core group. Similar. Okay. Um, but Steve O also talked about how he felt that as Wild Boys, they really at the time tried to push like um like they were pro gay because they did so much homoerotic shit like that. Yeah. Like, we made people more comfortable with it because at the time it was so like, no. And so they, <laughs> like, they had to make a rule. Finally, they're like, okay, no more gay shit. Like, because they kept doing so much stuff that they're like, we gotta find something else to do. What kind of gay shit um, were they doing? Man, I can't remember. I mean, they did all kinds of crazy stuff. And it was almost everything was happening in a song. Like, every, you know, like, 
So it'd be like two dudes like going into like say an ostrich cage together in thongs and they inevitably end up cuddling up together in this corner trying to hide from this ostrich that's trying to get them. And then it just it slowly becomes this homoerotic thing where it's just like these two male bodies smashing together out of fear, but it's still <laughs> happening, right? Like <laughs> or um Chris Pontius, he put his dick in a sock that looked like a mouse. And so you like what you see, what you see is this snake in a in a I've seen aquarium. this. I've seen this video. His the head of his dick that looks like a mouse, like coming through this hole, and but it's his dick. And so it's just his dick sticking through this hole, and then the fucking snake bites it. And he's no. like, ah. Yeah. Why would you ever do that? I'm sorry, I'm not the kind of person who's gonna like do something that insane. Yeah. For for simply like I could lose my dick after yeah, that. That's terrifying, huh? Yeah. What if we got one of your nuts, man? Oh, Dude, what if full castration after that? What if like it's just infection and it's Rough. horrible and just got to get it chopped off? Rough. Well, I mean, they did a lot of things that you know. Yeah. Fucking Steve-O put a huge fishing Wait, hook was, through his cheek. That was wild, boys, or that was ocean. jackass. The mouse that one. one was jackass, but yeah. Wild Boys is essentially jackass. Yeah, and they did a lot of this. It was the same concept of the show, right? Um, oh, dude, but now I loved, I've lost track of my. I loved huh? jackass. I loved jackass. Sorry, I didn't know. So Wild Boys, what, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about uh, eating shit, and then you were like, "Oh, Wild Boys," and we we're talking about gay shit. Ah, uh-huh, Three Six yeah. Mafia. There we go. There we go. There. There's we go. an outtake. And I don't know what kind of shit it is, but it's shit. It is shit. And the guy from three, one of the guys from three, six mafia is like, got this money. He's like, and I'll pay you like a hundred bucks or 50 bucks to eat this shit. And it's like been sitting in the sun. So it's like dried out and you're watching this guy like trying to, he eats it. He's like, but he's also like coughing and it's like coming out of his mouth, like down his face. No, (laughs) no. He like finishes it. And then he literally has like shit around his mouth, and the guy hands him the money, and I can't remember exactly if he was like thanks or something. He's obviously very ill, like from even having done it. And I don't know where the guy's like, "Man, your breast was like shit," and then everyone starts laughing. Fuck it all, dude. Those guys are all fucked in the head. They're all. The whole point of me telling that was just for him. Just how funny I thought it was. He's like, "Man, your breast was like shit." Like, <laughs> oh so dumb so dumb um do you got anyway. any news did you do did i do have news yay i'm excited this is serious news the animal edition so oh, no. all of this fortunately for me and my laziness comes from the New York Post. <clears throat> the first one, and I can't even believe this. Like woman gashed, uh, woman gashed in the head after turtle crashes through windshield. So this fucking seventy-plus-year-old woman in Florida, riding in the car with her daughter, going. Oh, somewhere. Florida! We're in Florida. All I right, know, we're in Florida. Enough. A fucking big-ass turtle comes flying through the windshield. Hits her in the head, cuts her fucking head open, 
So the daughter pulls over to try to help her mom. And then they realize it's a fucking turtle. A turtle somehow flew through the windshield. Like, and it's not small, man. It's a big ass turtle. Like, did they hit it and it flipped up, or was it like so did it get, this is like hit police, by a semi and it like shot out or something? This is what police think happened: is that another car ran over the turtle or hit the mm-hmm. turtle, which sent the turtle airborne. Right. And it went through the windshield, and the it's daughter's some fucking this Mario Kart. Right. This <laughs> one has the worst luck in the world like to be on the highway and you get hit in the face with the turtle flying turtle the turtle good to know alive and well no major injuries just some scratches on his shell so he got hit by one car flew through the windshield hit someone else in the face crawled away good for him yeah i care more about the turtle than i do for. i honestly kind of do this woman's (laughs) 70 71 years old i mean she's had a good life yeah but I just love that the the quote that the daughter got is this woman has the I swear to God this lady has the worst luck of anything. <laughs> the, the daughter told the nine one one caller. <laughs> did, did it give like a size and an actual size of the turtle? Like was it like uh, one of those like Galapagos turtles or whatever that are like huge? No, or is it like a, a normal turtle. size like? But a I'm big snapping it. turtle. It's a it's a good size snapping turtle. Oh shit. That's like uh, bigger than a head. Yeah. Like a person's head. Yeah. Yeah. And this little guy, all he took was just a few scratches to his shell, even though you think he would be dead because in the picture for everyone listening, he's literally laying on upside down on the dashboard. (laughs) Um, But apparently he was alive. (laughs) But I also thought it was bad for turtles to be on the shell upside down like that. I've always, I thought that they couldn't get, get back up. Oh, can they not? But maybe they can. I don't know. Wouldn't it seem like a thing that would be very hard for them to do? Yeah, but I feel like they could because, I mean, what? Those things are got to be like, they got to be always walking up hills or whatever slow and they'll roll backwards. I think they push themselves up, right? <laughs> That's fucked up. I don't know how, but maybe. I don't know how can. either. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody answer us. Can turtles yeah. flip over? But um, yeah, so everybody's alive and well. Second one, Indian man stabbed to death by rooster after attaching knife for illegal cockfight. And I believe this happened in India. I believe it's the southern part of India. Um, even though it's illegal, cockfighting was, is still like very prevalent. But um, that's everywhere. There's cockfighting in Oklahoma, cockfighting yeah, in it's Texas. Everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Um, yeah. But yeah. Long Wait, story it, short on they, this one, guy attached a three-inch blade pocket knife to the rooster's, um, what are they, their talons, like his little, oh, and like his the feet? rooster, in panic, fluttered, stabbed him in the groin, and then he bled to death. And now police are looking for the 12 people that were there participating in the fight, saying they're going to get up to two years in prison for it. And I can only imagine, I assume that an Indian prison is probably pretty rough. Fuck. Dude got stabbed in the dick and bled to death because he was trying to get this rooster to kill another rooster. The irony of it. And then this is my favorite one of the day. 
wildlife expert poses as elderly woman to trap aggressive turkey. (laughs) No, start over. What? what? He dressed like a woman? It's a woman. No, it's a woman. So wildlife expert poses as elderly woman to trap aggressive turkey. Now, I did also assume it was a man initially and thought that that would be even more funny if he tried to pose as an elderly woman. So this takes place in Oakland. This turkey has been nicknamed Gerald. And how do they, so what do they say? You don't want this, uh, this bird at your Thanksgiving table. A, notur- a notoriously foul turkey spent months attacking people in the Bay Area. <laughs> so there's a park somewhere in Oakland that they actually had to shut down. Gerald is the name of the turkey. That's what they named him. Because so many people were getting their ass whooped by Gerald the turkey. Like he had made it his home. And his yeah. favorite target, I guess, was elderly women. He would chase them and then frantically claw and peck them as they ran away. <laughs> to the point they shut the park down. So they, they've been getting dozens of complaints. I guess they opened the park back up. Gerald's still whooping ass. So... But they knew the most common person that Gerald was attacking were old women. So the woman that works for the wildlife refuge or whatever disguised herself as a frail old woman equipped with doggy treats and some kind of other treat and sure as shit old gerald squared up charged her and then she did something that's called like scruffing them basically she grabbed him by his neck right and picked him up but they said that it doesn't hurt the turkeys but right does it how do you know did it tell you yeah i mean it's the same as like when you grab a cat by like the nap the neck right they they not, does not go limp when I do that. But if you grab like it, if you can grab them right there, it, it makes it where they they can't scratch you. Mm. Cause they he can't. doesn't go limp though. No, they'll do this. They'll just like flail yeah, around and it, like yeah, but I yeah, still yeah, yeah. That's how I when he's being bad, I grab him like now. How embarrassing mm-hmm. is this? I got you by your your baby fat. I like that we talk to our cats the same way. <laughs> like that this is a this is just as embarrassing for me as it is for you. <laughs> I don't well, like this how many anymore. Times have we had this talk. <laughs> how many times have we had this talk here? Stop uh, eating all the fucking plants. Um Yeah, real. so Gerald's safe. He was released in the wilderness somewhere. But not before he went on like a six month tear where he had this park on full lockdown because people were afraid to go in. So this it. park ranger dressed up, they dressed had to up like an old lady. This fucking turkey. Yeah. And it worked. And well, I fucking hope so. <clears throat> I really hope that they're smarter than a fucking turkey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, old Gerald was like, look at this weak ass prey. And then he got, what is it called? Scruffed. Got scruffed. He got disrespected on his own turf. Fucking grabbed by his little neck. Hauled off. Gerald. I Wait, hope you're so, well, Gerald. So they took him to like a like a different kind of reserve. So he's just gonna what? Haunt another group of people. Yeah, he's like... just gonna torment the <laughs> right. other people. Um, and I don't know if turkeys are like geese, like uh at ORU where we went to college, there were fucking geese everywhere. And they're mean as fuck. And the oh, school actually yeah. would pay for people to come in, capture them, and then drive them to a completely different state and drop them off. And these fucking things, once they make a place their home, 
it doesn't matter where you take them they just fly back right so they would be gone for like a month and the next thing you knew we'd have a fucking dozen geese just flopping around shitting everywhere well they loved people. they loved those little those disgusting lakes well they they were disgusting because of the geese the water was green because it was so full of goose shit yeah and then there's that hill that led down to that little pond all of that was just covered in covered goose shit. shit yeah do you remember when the kid brought his jet ski and put it in ladybird lake oh. and this dude is full is just like fucking gunning around this tiny little pond uh, oh, no, I do not remember that at all. spraying goose shit water everywhere. Yeah. Security came. I'm sure he was they just did. doing donuts in the middle of the lake. Which I'm like, the trouble you went through to bring your jet ski from wherever you were storing it. And I'm then put say it in this That lake. probably wasn't a problem. If he had a jet, a jet ski to yeah. just like bring, he probably was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I got for today's serious news. Animal edition. I love animal edition. That's my favorite. Yeah, you got any gay shit or what? I got some gay shit. Yeah, I do actually. The gay corner. That was my coming. God, all right. <laughs> Just fucking read the news. Welcome to gay. Uh, I have one thing that I found that I thought was like really great. Um, dozens, because I don't know if you know about what was happening with the, uh, I think we did talk about it, that uh, the Pope had made that announcement that like yeah. priests couldn't like perform certain or like bless gay ceremonies. So uh, I saw today dozens of Germany priests or German priests will defy the Vatican and live stream blessings of the gay couples. So they're pretty much being like, fuck you. We're done with you. We're going to live stream these like blessings of gay men. So like, cool. Uh, what you don't know is this is actually uh, <laughs> going to be a promotional from Pornhub. And what you're going to see is a man in a priest <laughs> uniform blowing two gentlemen at an altar over and over. Just like doing the the what's that called the cross or whatever? Yeah, and I don't like, know. What that, I and then remember. like the camera just pans down and like underneath the robe is just like this movement back and forth. <laughs> Bless this house. Um, Bless this house. So I thought that was really. Uh, I thought that was like a good uh, follow up from what I had said like a few weeks ago because I was really upset about that, but. Then I wanted to talk about something else that I've noticed on all these gay apps. Are you ready? The squatty potty? No, no, no. That's never happened and that won't happen. <laughs> I told you I have a weird phobia fear. I'm going to shit in someone's mouth and that's not what I want. No, um, no squatty potty uh, ass eatings. So when you look at these gay apps, right? Over the years, I've noticed, and I'm sure that like everybody else has, and maybe this is like straight apps too. I don't know. Like just maybe this is dating apps. So recently on all of everybody's page is, um, and we're not going to comment on what this is, but like everybody's page is like now in like stars instead of um, 
their name, it's like star, fully vaccinated, star. And this happened before, like when, <laughs> when PrEP came out, which is like the uh yeah. the drug that you take or like the what the medicine that you take or whatever to right. like prevent um HIV or like you know, like helps like anyway. And it was like on prep in stars. And so like uh it's just weird to see all of these big things and like that's like the push, right? Yeah, like anything to get fucked. Yeah, like I'm on prep, fuck me. <laughs> I got my vaccines, fuck me. Like all it's just like everything is just uh and it's up in lights and it says it like all of these, some of these pages. Cause I don't really like hook up with anybody anymore off of these apps. Cause I'm more scared after um, don't fuck with cats. This is fucked with my head and I'm, I don't yeah. really meet up with anybody, but like all of these different, um, all of these people, all of their profiles, it says it like not just once, not just twice, like up to three times these like new, whatever it is this month that is like going to shine as like a big star so that they can get fucked. Uh, really? Yeah. And is this something that I've noticed over the years change on what it is that it's focused on? Um, for a long time, it was like, um, I'm undetectable. So like I'm HIV positive, but like I'm taking all this stuff. So I'm like undetectable, like really big. And that's kind of gone away now. Cause like people don't really like, that's just now it's like, then it was prep and now it's like the vaccine. And it's just a weird thing to see this progression over the years. And I didn't know, like, I, I what your comments on from like hearing that or like is that something that like you hear other people talk about from like straight dating apps is this just like a gay dating app of like no i'm sure that it's on both i haven't i haven't really asked but the reason that i make the assumption that it's on both is because this is woven into everything day to day like especially in california like whatever the cdc you know the dictators of what california does fucking say oh if you have your vaccines you can walk outside without a mask on right 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 right, right. or now like we have members where i train coming in and wanting basically not not basically they want vaccinated only classes so you would have to show this isn't so this isn't like uh I mean, yeah, I can see. I, I I wasn't really commenting on the vaccine. I was more commenting on like because that is true, and I've been seeing that more and more. Right. Um. But like, that's just like another thing when it comes to like, it's just like this idea of like any way that I can get fucked, I'm gonna. Oh, do you're this. talking specifically. Right. I'm talking specifically fucking. just for the fucking. Like, it's such an odd thing to see what the because it's a it's. I mean all these like hookup apps, it's just another social media platform, right? Right. It's just like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but it's just specifically geared towards getting fucked and whatever I can do to get fucked, whatever I can star in big letters that like is the, the thing. But, but like that oh, yeah. just like solidifies what I'm saying is like, you're saying all this stuff that's happening with the vaccine specifically. I want vaccine classes, vac- vaccinated only mm-hmm. classes. I want this, I want and how that is would it so easily translate to just like i only want to fuck people who are vaccinated right i only want to fuck right. people who are on prep i only want to you right yeah and it's also like i think to some extent yeah and i think especially on the apps you're looking at that's like just whatever they can to get some dick right right 
but then also it's like kind of like a cool little like i was talking to claire about this the other day like never have i ever watched people walk around with so much pride about having a stupid cotton ball taped to their fucking arm like it's like a bat there's so many band-aids all over the place yeah i'm like dude who the fuck before this got a shot and then proudly walked around with her bandage like who didn't just rip that fucking band-aid off you know you know well i think that that's a different i think that so if we're gonna dive into that conversation i think that also what we're seeing is um because of covid has been such a constant mental fuck for everyone that maybe that like that is like their way of like identifying their freedom their physical freedom does that make sense it is it's like the gay I mean, boys with their bandanas man right i mean for it is it is kind of like that same idea of like it is a point of pride i mean you know what i'm saying that's like i did this and i uh, like this is a uh, the end of covid now i mean fuck for six here. months maybe even though someone that got the vaccine just got diagnosed with covid Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them all. Fuck them. Also, if anybody, uh, I'm still trying to cure the zits all over my face. So if anybody has suggestions, it's called for stop being a me, fucking mouth breather. That is not what it is. That is it just is has your to little do, mouth fucking breather. It just has to do with wearing a mask. It has to do with your mouth and your breathing from it. You fuck. Fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. Oh, maybe it's all the, maybe it's not zits. Maybe it's all the comments on my face all the time. He's ever reaching. He's never not trying, you know? I'm always, the sad thing is, is man, I don't remember the last time I had come on my face. I'm going to toast to friendship. Yes. And um, to those in our life who we love, no matter what the fuck is going on, that we stay connected. And then we keep that love going. Yeah. Cheers, brother. Cheers, that was good. Love you, man. Love you. Miss dude. you. Miss you, bro. Nine beers deep. Nine beers deep. Give, give us some those. like, give us some follows, tell your friends. We appreciate you. Yeah. Well, you know who wanted to, who uh, I talked to today wanted to come on? Dave. I wanted to, huh? Dave Honigman. Oh. Yeah. Dave. I saw on his post about, uh, the pandemic. Oh no! Yeah. We're what did he, which see one? in two which one? weeks, world. Oh and yeah. Like cuts and it's like beards all long and shit. <laughs> when did we get a dog? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody, uh, everybody, go. Uh, what what is his Instagram? I'll throw it out there. Like Honig the clown or something like that. Something like that. Who knows? Fucking. Yeah. At Honig Clown, H O N I G C L O W N. Everybody go follow him. He's really funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he's a funny guy. <laughs> when did we get a dog? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh. All right. Talk to you all, all soon. Right. Bye. Love you. Bye.